Welcome to Stay Tuned. Thanks for joining us once again. Sorry about the no episode last week. We actually did record something, but you know, it just wasn't Wasn't our best. It was not our best work. So um, we decided not to post it. We probably could have and it would have been okay, but you know, just, uh, it was just, eh. Yeah. But um, we made it through another week. Um, Things are different around here, around these here parts. We've changed. We're new creatures. Yes, uh, who never see the light of day. Eh, we w- we walked around the Capitol building today. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, but as you guys know, we are in the middle of a, a global crisis. And, oh, um, you don't say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we thought that um, this on this week's episode, we would give you four... Uh, <laughs> Pandemic talk- movies. That you can watch to make you feel better. Or not. Or not make you feel better. But some of them are really bad, so you might find them quite humorous. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's kind of what we wanted to talk about today, along with a, a few other things that are little tips and that are keeping us uh, alive. So as far like, I mean, socially, like our brains working, that kind of thing. So we have food, too. That's also keeping us alive. But I'm rambling now. OK, <laughs> <laughs> so. Without further ado, stay tuned. Further ado, stay tuned. What? what that's not a rhyme. That's um, alliter. Is that alliteration? Where no, where you have is alliterations with the consonants. What's no, it, what is it no, when you what is when you have the same letter at the beginning of each word? Yeah, yeah, alliteration. Um, so what is it when it's with a similar like vowel sound throughout the words I tying stuff together? It's not rhyming. No, it's not rhyming, but it's a poetic element that no, I. Re- it is, but I don't remember what it's hmm. called. Yeah, I um I took a creative writing course in college. My teacher would be not happy with me right now as I'm <laughs> struggling to remember this term. Yeah, remember when you wanted to be a journalist? Yeah, but then I realized that it, it, you know, no one, no one tells you this going into it, but you have to write a lot as a journalist. <laughs> Who knew? What did you want to do? Be like a news anchor, or did you just not understand what it was? Um, no, I mean, it, I knew that. No, okay, I did know that there would be a lot of writing with it. I just thought I liked writing more than I did. Oh. Um, but no, I, I mean, my ideal thing would have been to either work in the as a journalist um in the technology industry or the video game industry mm. it's kind of my train of thought um and the main thing that sounded fun to me was was like conducting interviews and going to conventions around and kind of being you know part of the press i guess to see things firsthand you know like oh. you know, like early see things early and then like hype up and like be excited about it for other people and that, and that part still does sound fun like like saying that right now like kind of was like ooh that would be but but then you have to like do a lot of writing and research. Yeah. And, and I don't want to mind the research. And, um, and actually now journalism involves a whole lot of like video editing and stuff like that too, which I enjoy. So, I mean, a lot, there's lots of aspects of it. I would enjoy it, but, uh, but my writing, I just don't enjoy enough for it. Yeah. Well, should we tell everyone about our week? Our yes. crazy week? Yeah. So like we said before, we, um, today it's Sunday. So I am on day 11 of 
quarantine and you're about two days behind. Yeah. So you're on day nine of quarantine and um, I'm slowly dying. Do you have, do you have cabin fever? Yeah. I think I had, I had cabin fever like day two. So remember you were, you were still working and I, yeah. and I, you're like, how are you doing? And I was like, not good. Is it better now that I'm here though? Oh yeah. Way better. That's way good. better. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas for me, like, I mean, uh, whereas for me, I like, I'm in my natural element right now. I just, it's, <laughs> it's unfortunate that it isn't the same for you. Cause then we could just both be like a complete ease and be like, cool. I never have to leave the house again. How and is that? And society, not only is society not judging me for it, but I'm actually being applauded for doing my part. <laughs> like, this is the dream. Living the dream. It really is. And you have your hot wife to keep you company. Mm-hmm. Wow. Life couldn't get better, could no, it? No, this is, this is about like peak of existence. <laughs> well, so this week we had quite a shock. So we've been working from home. So this was... Uh, I'm not sure if I'd say a shock. I, was, I, I feel like it's more of a shake up. <laughs> Um, but we, uh, as you know, so we've been, we worked, so this last week was our first full week working from home. Yes. Plus I had two days the week before. Um, so we were kind of getting into the groove, I feel like of this working from home thing. But then Wednesday, the fire, na- everything changed when the fire nation attack. <laughs> um, wait, 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 what did she say? Oh, I'm trying to remember from the avatar. Yeah. What is the last part of the. But I believe Aang can, can change save, the or save, save the, the world. world. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was trying. Yeah. But I believe that Aang can save the world. And the music. Yeah. The sweeping music. The orchestra kind of picks up. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway. We're. We're. Uh, we dig- Did, We digress. Yeah. Yeah. What. Stick to the blot line. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Do you want to say it or do you want. There was an earthquake. What? Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, so I was asleep and you had gotten up. I had gotten up maybe about 10 minutes before Ralph preferred likes to be fed at 7 a.m. Um, and he's or 6 a.m. on like it's pretty he's pretty regular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He yeah. He knows he knows when it's time to be fed. So, anyway, so I got up at seven. I got up at seven to go feed him and went back to bed. And uh, yeah, at about 710. Yep. Yeah. We were I was pretty much dead asleep and you were. It just kind of got back into it. Uh, yeah. so you, but your, you know, eyes were closed and everything. And then all of a sudden, shake, 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 shake. Yeah, yeah, just like that. Just like that. Thanks for representing it in an audio format. That was good. Let's see. Um, how could we describe it? So we had a 5.7 magnitude earthquake. Um, I felt like, like. The best way I can describe it is like the Indiana Jones ride at Disneyland. I feel like that ride is super jerky and like mm-hmm. bumpy. And I feel like it was just so violent. Yeah. I, I everything like was shaking. Everything for was shaking. We were on our Maybe bed. about 20 seconds. Yeah. And our bed was just like totally. I mean, we, and honestly, we, I feel like, you know, cause I was asleep. It took me like, I feel like at least 10 seconds to realize like what was even happening, you know? Yeah. Um, and we just kind of like held each other and we're like, oh, but now looking back, like um, we've had quite a few aftershocks since then, including, including, including one today. like one, like an hour ago. Um, and um, we now know, though, that 
if that happens again, we kind of have a game plan to go under the uh, the table. table. Yeah. But I feel like when an earthquake just wakes you up out of the blue, you kind of are disoriented and you don't really know what to do, you know? Yeah, we just kind of were, we were just on the bed and uh, just held each other tight. I was beginning, I was, it, it was going on long enough that I was starting to wonder, it's like, okay, should I do something? Should I do something now? Or, but right, but, but yeah, but then, then it, it stopped ended and, and then we had about, I would say like six or seven more, like little ones. Yeah. And then like one, and then like one more large, like significant one that day. Mm hmm. Yeah. And then we had the biggest one I felt since then, like an hour ago. Yeah. Uh, so interesting. So Utah apparently is on a Salt Lake City is on a fault line. Yeah, a minor fault. A line, minor yeah. fault line. Um, I didn't know earthquakes were. I don't know if I'm just naive or what, but I didn't. I didn't know. I mean, I've always known in California, like obviously they have earthquakes and mm-hmm. stuff like that, but. I just was not expecting that here. Yeah. I don't know. Have you, have you heard about Utah having lots of earthquakes or nope. earthquakes? Nope. Okay. I mean, and they don't happen very often when we were looking. I think the last one was what in the eighties. I think 92, 92. That was it. Yeah. 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 So before I, mean, I was born. So yeah, I was not dead at that point. <laughs> I was alive. Wow. But, uh, I don't know. I just think it's so ironic that um, we had to have an earthquake this past week. Don't you think? Yeah. Like, what are the odds of an earthquake that's due overdue by 10 years or whatever, 20 years happening the same time we're having a pandemic? I don't know. It just seems kind of... It's just added to the feeling of the world's ending. Yeah, just a little bit. but, But anyway, that ended and that was a really rough day. I feel like I didn't get a lot done work-wise that day (laughs) we were all a little bit frazzled i think um but also this week on on a little bit brighter note yes so we had some fun quarantine escapades yes you want to tell everyone what we did yeah so um so we did two we've yeah so we've we've been doing stuff so far so far so yeah anyway so we've been doing things in the evenings to just try to kind of have some fun as we're cooped up in the house um and it generally involves like watching movies that um, are like disaster or plague movies and stuff, which we'll get into. We've been doing qu- quite the research, but we also um, have been like doing other things around it. So one night we um, set up our tent and blew up the air mattress and we had a camp out in our living room. Mm-hmm. The air mattress is very uncomfortable, but the yeah. tent was fine. Yeah. Ralph did not, Ralph like, didn't, no. not like the tent. He was, in the, he was in the tent a little bit, but then... He is, didn't stay. I'm pretty sure he slept like right outside because he wanted to be close to us. But he, I don't think he was. It was really cute. We could hear him snoring. Yeah, from but out, like from outside. I don't think he knew. He didn't feel. I think the very problem, sure about the tent. I yeah. think the problem with the tent is that it makes that sound like when you when you rub against it. Yeah, I don't. I think that sound is too like it's kind of jarring and stuff for him. So I think that was part of the problem mm. so i don't think but we found a great success with for um things we're often enjoy though for um another night we built a pillow fort oh yeah it was awesome it was a really good pillow fort we had a little trouble at the beginning with the engineering but i feel like we figured it out pretty well and it was a success it was a success and ralph would agree he, he loved, loved it because i think part of it, it was dark and it was also like kind of insulated with the blankets and everything so it was yeah warm. so we put it yeah we put it up in the evening and we didn't take it down until like what like we 
like two o'clock the next day. Yeah. 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 And, um, and almost that entire time he was in the fort. Yeah. Oh yeah. Almost like save it. He went and got some food and he went to yeah, the Yeah. So like if you had sleeping there the entire time. Yeah. Like, so, you know, you have to leave to go like to the essentials, but when you come, but <laughs> came but, right back. Yeah. He didn't hang out anywhere else. Yeah. He loved it. So, I think so that little, one might be coming back. Yeah. He was a little bummed. I think that that one left, but uh, <laughs> no, that was pretty fun. So yeah, but we had the pillow fort in the tent. We're, I'm trying to think of what we need to do next. I don't know. What, what's left? I feel like we've done everything. Hmm. We can move the TV into our bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> Though I'm also happy to report um, we were worried Ralph would get tired of us. <gasps> yeah. He has not. He loves this, I'm After pretty sure. one week of working from home. Yeah. Um, when we're not here, we're pretty sure he either takes naps on the bed where he, we, he has like this little cat castle uh, that he sleeps in on the top. Mm-hmm. Um, but ever since we've been here, he has not been sleeping those two places. Where has he been sleeping? On the couch right next to both of us. Every time. As we've been working all it, day. It's so cute. <laughs> he just wants to be next to us. And he, I have to say, is the cutest little sleeper. He like twitches and he like yawns and he does some stretches. If something disturbs him, he'll do a big stretch, stretch, stretch. And oh, he'll, back to he'll sleep. cross his arms in little positions. Sometimes oh. he'll he'll like there was that one time he was like jittering his mouth. He was like chewing something in his sleep. Nom 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 nom. <laughs> or he just has bad teeth and they were hurting, but I don't know. It was pretty. Anyway, he's so cute, and I just love how he's changed his little routine so he can be next to us. Anyway, he's pretty much the greatest cat of all time. So, yeah. but um, yeah, sh- that, I think that pretty much covers uh our week. No biggies, nothing going on. No pandemics, no earthquakes. It's fine. Mm, oh wait, opposite of that. Oh wait, yeah. pandemics, earthquakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're good. We're good. Okay. Mm. Should we get into stories of the week? Stories of the week. Do, do, do. Stories of the week. Do, do, do. Stories of the week. Yeah. Oh, wow. That was such a good transition. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, you start us out. Okay. So this week we wanted to um, recommend to you guys four um, I don't know what you want to call them. Pandemic, outbreak. Yeah, movies. outbreak, pandemic type movies that you can watch. Um, This last so, week, we oh, watched a few yeah. and we wanted to um recommend some to you. Yeah, so two of them are available on streaming platforms and then two of them we have, we have to rent. So there's a little bit of a mix. But they were, the ones we had to rent were, I think, $4, 3 or $4. Yeah, just like a standard rental price. Yeah. So, um... The first movie that I'm going to talk about is, I would say this movie is probably completely unknown to most because it is um, straight to TV like, yeah. movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, you never heard of this one, right? Nope. Okay. So here's the backstory. So when I was in sixth grade, I have literally no idea why we watched this movie, except for that my my science teacher, Mr. Bowling, he was a little weird. Was it like substitute teacher day? Or? Oh, no. This is my teacher teacher. And we watched this movie over like three periods. So really draw, drew it out. Um, he was a little he was a little weird. But um, anyway, so I watched this movie in sixth grade and I thought it was great back in the day. And I remember telling my parents about it. 
But then they were like, what is this? And so they tried to like find it and they could never find it anywhere. And I was just like, I don't know, but it was so fun. And anyway, so I did some research and guess what? I found it Mm -hmm. and we watched it this week. Oh, yes. And I'm going to say right now that it was not very good, but it was better than one of the other movies we watched on this list, which is really saying something because this was like a low budget um, direct to to TV movie. So the fact that this was, was not the worst movie we watched is really saying something. Um, so it's called Thirst. And um, I want you to... It, there's some other movies out there um, called Thirst. and But if you, you should be able to know by the context. A lot of those um, are like vampire-y movies. When you're or maybe sexual in some way. Yeah but, yeah. yeah. but this is about like thirst for water. Not like blood or weird stuff so um if you type in thirst 1998 like on google it should pop the right movie should pop up so um let me read you the um synopsis Mm -hmm. and uh then we can talk about it so a chemical engineer who recently moved to town struggles to find a way to kill a deadly new variant of cryptosporidium that has infiltrated the town's water supply causing people who drink it to die of thirst no. Dun, dun, dun. So this movie came out in 1998 and stars Adam Arkin and Jolie Fisher. And let's not forget to mention the man that plays Abraham in The, the Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. And he looks almost identical to how he looks now or in The Walking Dead. He has the same like facial hairs. It's really weird. And um, Michael. And it had one other up and coming. Wait, wait, wait. What, okay. The guy from The Walking Dead's name is Michael Cuditz? Cuditz? Sure. Sure. And who else? Who else? From Monk? Oh, yeah. Lieutenant Disher from Monk was also in this. He movie. was in one scene. He had a smaller role. He was a nurse for like, that you saw for like five seconds. Yeah. But he was there. He was there too. Um. So what did you think of this movie? And I also thinking back, I feel like this movie was a little like out there. To show to a group of sixth graders. Yeah. Wouldn't you agree? So, okay. So, the opening scene is like, for I felt it was like it was kind of weird uh, just because I felt like it was like extreme boob shots, extreme boob shots on a low cut dress that the main character is wearing. The, main, the, the mother, the main one. I guess, well, yeah. So, I guess you, I guess the husband's more, is it more the main character? She's the supporting, but yeah. Had, yeah. So, I was a little thrown off by that. She just had like a low cut dress with like tons and tons of boob shots. And I was just like, this feels weird. Yeah. Totally unnecessary. Um, I, I mean, I think, it, you know, but this is for like the TV audience. You know, they just start watching. You got to make sure to hook, you got to, to hook in the viewer so they don't change the channel right away. <laughs> yeah. And then you spend the rest of the show hoping to get more boob shots. Right, right. And when I say boob shots, I need, I guess I need to specify. It's not like, I mean, I'm not talking not about. Not like full boob. No, it's just like cleavage. But yeah, yeah. Like, but like weirdly, weird camera angles of like, oh, really, really need that? Like, is that really necessary? Yeah. So the plot was okay. We spent a lot of the time critiquing and making fun of the plot. Oh, it was okay. There were some weird things where um, they were they had some like theories of what could 
was causing the virus and like how to fix it. But then like instead of like doing like small scale tests to verify, they just like would go like, okay, this is going to save the town whole ham. And they just like go whole ham and like apply it. <laughs> and they'd be like, oh, well, shoot, that didn't work. And it took us like two days or a day to like find that out. When you- and we were yeah, like, it's like just do a small scale test of what this problem is. And you could find out in like five minutes and go on to the next thing. So stuff like that was weird. Yeah. The other thing that I thought was weird. So so basically the plot is that this family moves to town and the main guy, he's like assigned, he was assigned to like He's a build, water engineer assigned to build a new water, a water uh, treatment plant. facility. Yeah, yeah, water treatment facility in this town. Um, and he gets to the gets to the job or whatever, and they say, "Oh, we we're not doing that anymore." And so basically, he is like fired or something. But then they have this this big water issue, and they're like, "Oh, but can you stay on and like help out or whatever?" And we won't fire you until you figured out or something. It's like okay, so I thought that was weird. So the biggest thing that I thought that was odd was the mayor of this movie. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, he was. So I don't want to. Okay, I don't want to give stuff away, but just the plot handled him weird. He he is made out to be like the bad guy for different reasons, and then at the end of the movie, there, there's no like um you think, closure. Yeah, you you think there's something that something might happen to him. Like to as like, a, as a movie's ending, you expect to tie up loose strings, and it, and it does tie up most of the loose strings, but then. Things with the mayor that you would expect stuff to happen, like nothing happens, and just like, oh, okay, yeah. But overall, okay, it was entertaining enough. Entertaining um, you enough. You can laugh at the bad plot. You can see the spots in the movie where it goes to commercial and it, you know comes back. Um, but um, I thought the I think the plot's kind of fun. Um, the whole concept of like dying of thirst, but like water is something everyone drinks. And but overall, I feel like I give this movie like probably a four out of ten. Whoa. What would you give it? Five. A five? Wow. Yeah. That's very generous of you. Thank you. I'm in a kind mood. <laughs> um. Yeah. So anyway, I thought it, it was it was fun, I, I suppose. And it was fun bringing back memories from sixth grade. But would I show this to a group of sixth graders, especially with those bloop shots at the beginning? No. Also, I don't even know how I under even. I feel like I'm not sure I even understood like the plot, maybe, I don't know, maybe as a sixth grade, I would. I think I thought the movie was fun. I don't know. Well, yeah. Would you understand this movie as a sixth grader? No, I don't feel like I would, especially broken up over three periods. <laughs> I, I don't know. It just seems a little, I feel like it would go over my head. So anyway, but um, yes, Thirst, uh, you can find it on Amazon Prime for free. Oh, also, um, if you do find it, the description is wrong on Amazon Prime. It's probably really confusing. But uh, if you look it up on IMDb, uh, there's a link for it on, to Amazon Prime. So hopefully that will, you can find it there. So, yeah, that's my uh, first video or first movie pick is Thirst. Okay. So the movie I'm going to recommend. So... I'm not going to be around the bush. This is a terrible movie. Terrible. Completely awful. You're going to watch this movie not to like feel fulfilled by the plot by any means, but just to laugh at how bad it is. That's. I mean, bad. Like, we agreed that this might not just be the worst like outbreak movie we've seen. It might just be the worst movie I've ever seen. It might be the worst movie I've ever seen. Yeah. Um. And so the movie I'm discussing is The Happening by M. Night Shyamalan. Uh oh. Yeah. 
Yeah. And um, so just as I was looking at this, you know, when you're trying to decide, you know, is this movie movie we want to watch, you know, because we were, we were like looking at various reviews and plots for movies to decide which ones we want to watch to then consider to be talked about for this. And so I got sold when I when I was looking through review through the reviews and the very first re- review I saw in big letters and Night Shyamalan's worst movie of all time. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, we oh. have to watch this. <laughs> and I, I would agree with that. Um so let me read the plot, the the synopsis. To yes, it. please read. Mark Wahlberg stars as a man who takes his family on the run when a natural disaster threatens to end civilization. For years, the Earth has been the victim of mankind's progress in quotation marks, and the pollution has finally built, and the pollution has finally built to a point that causes a global backlash. An invisible neurotoxin is released into the air, making people. In Philadelphia, go crazy and kill themselves. The happening is a paranoid thrill ride through this large-scale cataclysmic environmental crisis that turns into a struggle by mankind to overcome nature. Wow. So, okay. From that, like, that that actually sounds pretty good. Yeah, the plot doesn't sound... The the premise isn't bad. The execution is just terrible. So So, poor. So, as the description said, so it stars Mark Wahlberg um, and then also Zoe Deschanel. So, they're a husband and wife, but... um, And also love Zoe Deschanel. Love mm -hmm. her, normally. (laughs) So, they're a husband and wife. Um, You wouldn't know it at all. um, No chemistry. Zero... Yeah, zero chemistry at all. And it's weird, too. There's a line later where they're with another person. It's like... And she and she's talking to them to the fact of oh you two are in love I can see it you're so cute and we were, <laughs> we're both like uh, what are you talking about no. <laughs> can't see it but, at all yeah so the the acting was so bad I don't understand so what's going on because both I mean both Mark Wahlberg and Zoe Deschanel are, are good actors yeah not they're bad. talented and good yeah. at what they do they've been in like large movies and but both of them just. Their acting felt super stiff, and a lot of times Zoe Deschanel's acting was just. She seemed so stupid and, and like, kind of awkward, and like, like airhead. I don't like. Know. I don't know, and a little awkward. Yeah, way awkward. Um, like I mean, I, and it's weird because like I mean, I will say in some of her movies, she 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 has like a she can sometimes do a little bit of like a charming awkward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but that, that's not what I'm talking about. Like, so I'm, she like that's a little bit of a, a thing she has, but that's not what this. It was just awkward. It was so uncomfortable, honestly. And then there's like so many weird plot threads. Like, there's this other dude that I guess she was having an affair with, or but they don't really go into it except for that he keeps calling her. So it's like weirdly implied, but never explained. There's. And there's an old lady that's just completely mental and psycho, but so, so we should no kind of explain reason why. So they have to like leave town, and then they and and they're with all these people, and then they're trying to figure out like why this like thing is is happening to the people they're with. And hmm. at one point, they're with um, Disney Channel star. Um, what was it like? Beans Spence, from Even Stevens? No, Spencer Breslin. But was he was he Bean no, in Even Stevens? No, he was Stevens? not Bean. Oh, okay. Beans. He was in the Santa Claus movie. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, and his okay, his character in this is weird too, just like all of them. <laughs> but um, there's one scene where he just like starts cursing, and it it felt really forced, forced and weird. And my best take, my the best explanation I can have for this is. He is like he's a Disney role. Channel star and he's now in this like adult movie. And so he's trying to like show that he has a range and, you know, <laughs> not typecast as a Disney Channel star. So he just starts cursing for no reason in this scene. <laughs> if, uh, it was so it was, weird. <laughs> but 
like there's so then like so then there's a part where they're trying to figure out like how this like virus thing is working and I'll just say that there it's like tied to like nature somehow but then you get lots of great shots of crowds of people running away terrified from wind which is great (laughs) like literally running away from the wind and then and then like I just the plot the acting it was even the even the the camera work it was all uh they so okay. bad yeah so speaking of the camera work, so they did something for me that which i feel like is a cardinal sin of cinematography and whenever i see it like to me just instantly <laughs> i like to me i see it and i feel like it, it really like this show it just shows really bad low quality work yeah um and just like really amateur um it's when it's when you do slow-mo but you so but you you don't record it. You, you didn't record it to be like with um, a high frame count to be so you could then have it in slow motion and be nice and smooth. You recorded it at the normal like just like what's, most movies are shot at 24 frames per second. And so this scene was also shot at 24 frames per second. But then I feel like afterwards in the editing bay, they then realized, <laughs> oh, you know, it'd be cool if this was in slow motion. So then they take that 24 frames, slow it down to like maybe 18, 12 frames. And it just feels weird. It looks so it bad. It feels bad. And then they just they just kept it like. Like I'm, I'm not at all going to like say like oh like new ideas. Of course, when it come from come once you're in editing, oh like we need this shot, we need that shot. Like that's completely typical. Like having reshoots, like that's a completely normal part of filming. But so then, what I'm wondering is like, do they just not have reshoots in this movie to then like have that on the list? Oh like, hey, go redo that scene and but shoot it with a high frame count so we can slow mo it. Or did they just think no one would notice? Or did they? just not notice because they were that sloppy with their editing did it like the editor like put in a slow-mo and say okay like fill this in later with the slow with the you know with the actual slow-mo shot and then they just didn't notice i don't know but it was just really bad it was so bad and then honestly i don't really feel like this is a spoiler and then at the end randomly she is pregnant yes so like literally and then the movie ends i feel like so for most movies that would be a major that should be a spoiler but for this movie (laughs) there's zero there's there's zero anything tied to it or I whatever. Lost nothing. Her words. It's just at one point it's like, oh, and okay, she's pregnant. Sure, why not? <laughs> and the movie's over, and you're like, huh? Okay, well, sounds good. So anyway, yes. So again, so this movie, um, so you can find it. It's not streaming anywhere right now, but you can rent it. Um, just where, like most wherever you'd rent a movie online, whether that's Amazon, Voodoo, iTunes, just wherever you like to rent it's there. But um, well worth it if you're wanting just a movie to laugh at for how bad it is. Wait, wait. And then what what would be your rating? Oh, um, zero out of ten. Yeah, I was going to give it a point five out of ten just so it wouldn't be zero. But if you gave it a zero. I'll yeah, I'll give it a zero or it may be a negative one. I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, just so this. Yeah, just a good one to laugh at. Yeah. Yeah, but they didn't even make it onto the scale. Like, really, one of the worst movies I've ever seen, of all time. Honestly, <sighs> but the thing is, like, I re- like I read when I read that synopsis and stuff. Like, the premise has so much potential. Like, that could be like a really interesting story and stuff like that. I feel like, but it's just, yeah, such poor execution. Do you do you feel that? No. Okay, I thought I just felt a little one. I'm probably crazy, or I'm not, because we're having earthquakes, but. So what was your what's your next movie? Okay, so the next movie I have is actually recommended. This is a good movie, like unlike the other two. Like no qualifiers. This was just a good movie. Yeah. Um, you could watch this anytime, and I feel like it would just be a good watch. 
So the this other this next movie is called Contagion and um, is actually really good. I enjoyed it. Um, so this movie um, came out in 2011 and it stars Matt Damon. Actually, has a pretty good cast. Jude Law, mm-hmm. Kate Winslet, Gwyneth Paltrow. Um, yeah, it, it was so and honestly, really realistic. So it came out in 2011 and it was basically about um, Gwyneth Paltrow comes back from this trip and she, she gets di- sick. She gets sick and, and dies, then yeah. she dies. And, and that's like and that's, basic- that's that happens really early on. Yeah. The first 10 minutes of the movie. And then um, it gets it's spread and you kind of you follow follow, follow like people them trying scientists to- that are trying to figure out what's going on and also trying to contain it and track down patient. Well, no. I guess I know who, who patient zero is. They find that out pretty quickly, but they're, but yeah, just trying to contain and track it down. Um, let me read the IMDb's uh, summary. Yes. Okay. Soon after her return from a business trip to Hong Kong, Beth F M Beth Emhoff, who's Gwyneth Paltrow dies from what is a flu or some other type of infection. Um, her young son dies later the same day. Her husband, Mitch, Mitch, who is, um, Matt Damon. Um, however, seems immune. This thus begins the spread of a deadly infection. For doctors and administrators in the U.S. Centers for Disease Control, several days pass before anyone realizes the extent or gravity of this new infection. They must first identify the type of virus in question and then find a means of combating it, a process that will likely take several months. As the contagion spreads to millions of people worldwide, societal order begins to break down as people panic. Sound familiar? Yeah. And so it was, it, what I enjoyed with this movie is just I felt like this was unlike all the other movies um, that we watched pretty. I feel like I felt like this was pretty accurate, both in um, for the most part, both in the science of it. And also I felt like it, how society would react to think, something of this nature and stuff. Oh, OK. Do, so do you remember the do- documentary we watched last night, mm-hmm. <gasps> which we should also recommend yeah, an honorable it. mention? Yeah. Um, so. The doctor that eradicated one of the doctors that was involved in eradicating smallpox, I read that he was actually um, an advisor, an advisor for this movie. Oh, that's probably why the science felt better. Yeah, probably why it was actually decent. So, um, but honestly, I think this movie was just really good because I felt like it was super relatable to what we're going through now. This is obviously a little bit more extreme. Yeah. But um, yeah, more extreme. The the virus they were containing had a higher fatality rate and stuff like that. Um, right. But, um, but the actors were really good. Um, I thought it was fun that Jude Law, the character who Jude Law played was kind of like a conspiracy theorist type person who, um, was trying to like make money on the internet selling like fake, um, like cures to this, this like Mm -hmm. disease, which that stuff is real. Like people are actually like that. We could point to some of that going on right now but we won't we won't <laughs> uh, um but yeah um and uh, i i enjoyed kate kate winslet as well i liked yeah, her she was a good, she was a good role um, she was kind of like boots on the ground kind of um scientist like right at ground zero of it and uh and yeah it, it was good to kind of like see it through her eyes and watch it evolve and also like uh there the the man who was the head of the cdc mm-hmm. there was it was interesting too because there was some um controversial things with him because he would like tell it he he like told his wife to like get out of town before other people mm, did. fiance at that time yeah, yeah but um 
Which, I mean, stuff like that, I think, is interesting because it's, like, real. Like, that's mm-hmm. actually what... Like, yeah, like, a morality thing where it's, like... And sometimes, you, yeah, and, like, you shouldn't tell per- that person because that's, like, you with insider information. But, come on, like... Yeah. I'm pretty sure, like, you take, like, tw- like 10 people and, like, 9 out of 10 are, would do that same thing. Yeah. So, there was, like, some some good tensions there and stuff like that. But, um, but that movie was great. Um, if you want to see that, you will probably... You'll need to rent it, um... Um, but it's going to cost, yeah, yeah, like the last one, three or four dollars. But that that three or four dollars probably be worth your money. Actually. Yeah, though, I I would say more so than any other movies on the list. If you're feeling like really fatigued or like just really, really stressed out by everything going on. Uh, probably not. Yeah, not this might point. be a better one to stay away from just because this one felt out of all more, of them. This felt, felt the most authentic and real. And so, yeah, I agree. Uh, what, what would you give this? Uh, this movie? Mm. I'd give it 8.5. I was going to say 8. 8 out of 10. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty good. So. Cool. What's your, what's your uh, last movie? Well, my final movie stars Marcel from Friends. The, mon- the, the monkey. Ross's pet monkey from Friends. Everyone's favorite pet monkey. <laughs> yeah. So. And that's been confirmed. It is the same monkey. It is the same. Uh, we found it. Yeah. In the trivia. Um, but yeah. So the movie is Outbreak. Um, you can watch this on Netflix. Uh, so, and the summary, the kind of the preface that we have here is when a deadly virus spreads through a small town, a team of army doctors work to contain it before the military can execute an extreme alternative. Yeah. So again, this one was b- bad science. Um, soup very much just kind of action movie. Well, it wasn't action movie. That's not true, but I mean, just like blockbuster movie change around things to make it convenient for the sake of making an intense plot. Um, the main issue I ha- so there's this virus that comes from a monkey. Oh, we're also having the sneezes over there. <laughs> he was doing the thing though. Like, you know, when some people sneeze, I feel like you're supposed to like look up and try to, have you heard that where if you like no. look up, it can like maybe stop a sneeze. Uh-uh. Oh, that's things I've heard. Ralph was definitely trying to, to <laughs> definitely trying to apply that, but it, it wasn't helping. <laughs> he had like four sneezes in a row. Poor guy. Yeah. Now Wait, is that cl- like an evolution thing? Maybe that's why he's sticking his head up in the air. Yeah, I don't know. But now he's got to clean his face because he got, you know, his snot all you know, over he's, it. he's trying to lick his nose with his tongue. Yeah. Like, oh, I think he got it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. But anyway, as I was saying, so Marcel. Uh, so Marcel plays the role of the of this monkey carrying this new new virus, mm-hmm. um, and he brings it over to the states to California. Um, yeah, he's the to this little this like town. Yeah, little town, and um, yeah, and it spread and then it starts spreading uh, throughout the country, and um, yeah, me and so overall the plots. I mean, the plot's not bad. And um, and so it involves like some scientists and stuff like that from the government working to find a cure. There's a little bit of conspiracy things with um, with the government trying to keep a cure for this under wraps because they want to because this is like um, a chemical warfare or uh, not chemical um, path. Biological. biological. There we go. Biological weapon that, that they could use. So they don't. So they want to keep it secret. So there, there was a, like a, a plot within the plot going on about that. Um, and so all that was good and it was fun. It was, it was passable enough. Um, the main issue I had with this movie though, um, which contagion then did better, um, a lot better. I mean, but so this movie, so what year did this one come out? Um, yeah. So contagion or outbreak came out 
1995. Okay, yeah, this one seemed old. To yeah, me. and it stars Dustin Hoffman, Rene Rousseau, and Cuba Gooding Jr., and Marcel. The monkey. The monkey from France. <laughs> in that order yeah but so i'd say the main issue i had with the plot and i kept saying it several times while we were watching it um but this move so the movie um this disease had like a near 100 percent fatality rate yep and the incubation time was what like one day yeah something um it was fast yeah so the problem and so one of the things they did is they quarantined this town and they're like, oh, well, now what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? And I just kept saying, it's like, I mean, of course, like race to see if you can find a cure and stuff like that. You know, of course, keep doing that. But ultimately, as long as you got the town locked down, like it's so violent, the virus is going to kill <laughs> off. The, vi- the virus would just kill off everyone and then die because it has no one left to go on. <laughs> like, that's why it, that's what like, OK, not to like get maybe like too depressing or some ways but that's why any any like successful virus it's one of it's one of two two directions you can either be um if you have if you have a really if it ha- if you're a virus with a really high death rate to be successful you need to have a long incubation time right so that way it can spread around to lots of people before before they know before they then it happens yeah so then that way the virus continues to spread and to live mm-hmm. <laughs> or the other thing is it um it doesn't necessarily have to have a long incubation time uh, but it can still be successful as long as the fatality rate is pretty low. Because it can can just continue on. Right? Yeah, and it would continue living in, in the host who has it, and then they can spread it on even after the fact and various other things. The, the problem with this movie is it had low incubation and high fatality, which for, for a movie, admittedly, that sounds, sc- sounds terrifying scary. and scary. But in practice, it would just be a, um, a, re- a really awful flash in a pan. <laughs> And then it's done. So like the whole movie was like, what are we going to do to how, do, what are we going to do to stop this? Like, and there was like a lot of concern. There was a lot of concern about this, like spreading across the entire world and like killing everything. And I was just like, well, you've already got the town on lockdown. Just hold everything. Just hold it there for like a week. Wait for them to all die. I mean, if you can find a cure in the mean before then, I mean, this is good, but worst case scenario, it runs its course in a week and then you're good. And the movie, like it got to the point where it's like, I was like, it was like, I think we just got to take, throw a nuke on this town and blow it all up and it's like <laughs> we're gonna blow up the town i'm like it's like if you're getting to this point sure like and this is like scientists and military people proposing this is like surely you would understand that like the virus is already gonna do that for you so just focus all of your efforts on on a cure instead of arranging to throw to throw a bomb on it <laughs> so that was a ma- that was a major plot thing that bothered me but um like, but 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 it was in a way not it was in a way that wasn't like I, I can't watch this anymore. It's more of just causing me to like shout at the TV like are <laughs> you TV? But uh yeah yeah and also that one didn't they randomly find a cure? Oh no, so they didn't randomly find a cure, and that there was a big like- lead up. But yeah, so once they they were eventually able to track down Marcel, which once they had Marcel, they're saying well, we need to find Marcel, and then we can make a cure. And some of the, and some of the reason behind that was sound enough, but then, okay, so they got it and they were able to then like make a cure and distribute it to the entire town, like all in the same day. Oh, that's what it was, like, completely unrealistic. Yeah, no, yeah, how vaccine, fast they were able to vaccines? make it and like develop the vaccine and stuff. Yeah, yeah, they take like can take years mm-hmm. to produce. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, where can they find that one? So that one can be found on Netflix. Yeah, for free. So, Thirst, Amazon Prime, Outbreak, 
on Netflix and then The Happening and Contagion. Anywhere you rent, you go to rent movies online. Yeah. Voodoo. Fandango Fandang. now. Yeah. Any of those. So Google and, now. And what would Wait, you rate? Google videos. What would you rate Outbreak mm, out of 10? I would give Outbreak 6.7. Yeah, I would say like 6.5 cuz it was not as bad as Thirst. No. Nah. But yeah. Yeah. Well, in some ways it wasn't as bad. In some way they went back and forth a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's true. The, the the science of it and both of them were just as bad, I'd say. But uh, but but, but they were but they were better or worse in some ways yeah. in different yeah. points. Oh, I will say the acting in Thirst 100% better than the happening. Which is crazy because it was they had like a a list cast. Yeah, which I just feel like the directing they received must have been so so bad, awful that the actors, poor actors, must have just been confused the entire time. Like, what do you what do you want from me for this one? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah, terrible. Um, okay, so to kind of wrap up, we did want to give you guys a few more just kind of things things we've been doing as well during uh, during. The, this quarantine to keep ourselves entertained and yep and then we'll do our trivia trivia so. trivia, trivia trivia podcast okay you want to go first yeah yeah so i've also just been playing a lot of games on my phone to kind of keep myself entertained um and so i've been exploring some new games and such and so i just wanted to kind of point out some of the ones that i've been finding okay that i thought i've been enjoyable um i've tried to I've been trying a couple. Not all of them were winners and whatnot. So, yeah. So two of them are going to be um, on Apple Arcade. So Apple Arcade, for those of you who are unaware. So as the name implies, it's only available if you have an Apple product, unfortunately. Uh, So this is so this couldn't this wouldn't be able to benefit everyone. But for those who do Apple Arcade, it's five dollars. Yes, five dollars a month. uh, But you get the first month for free. Mm hmm. So if you want to go and try it out, you've got a whole 30 days to try um, all these really great high quality games and you don't have to spend any money on them other than the five dollars a month. There's no in-game purchases after that. Two of the games, two of the games that I've really enjoyed in there. So there is Oceanhorn 2. OK, which uh, one's that? So Oceanhorn 2 um, is this full on just um, action adventure game. It feels really, really similar if you've ever played any uh, Zelda games it felt yeah it, it, it felt like a really good kind of like mobile inspiration of what a Zelda, of like what a Zelda game could have could be if it was ever on mobile okay and pretty meaty long thing it took me it took me maybe about 20 hours to play through it all and that was me not doing like a completionist run just for the most part just going through from plot from point to point um, so yeah it was about 20 hours and so if I was doing a completionist run probably maybe another 10 hours on top of that uh, so highly recommend that one. And then the other one on Apple Arcade. So this one I haven't finished yet. So picked it up over the weekend is Sasquatch. Okay. And so this game, so, so in this game you play this, yeah, sneaky Sasquatch is a full, is a full title, but you play as a Sasquatch that uh, lives in the, in these campgrounds, just kind of go around and do hijinks and stuff. You can, um, you can go and like steal food from people and you can sell it to a bear for money and you can go buy these things and like, um, you can like buy you can go golfing and go into a golf tournaments with people, um, fishing, go on boats. You can drive cars and cause havoc. Kind of you're just a Sasquatch going around enjoying hijinks. Um, there's a little bit of 
Um, there's the camp rangers who they whenever they catch you, they send you back home because they don't want you disturbing the people. And I don't know why. It's not like it's not like me stealing everyone's food and driving and crashing my golf cart into people is like disturbing their day. So I don't <laughs> understand where these park rangers are coming from. But it's just this really cute kind of like flat 2D uh, graphic style, fun little upbeat music. And uh, yeah, you just kind of go around. There's little secrets and mysteries you can find. Uh, little ducks and foxes ask you to go and do things for them and just like fun little challenges. So yeah, I'd recommend that one. And then the other two, so these are ones that would be available. Uh, so, these, so these other two would be available Android or Apple. First one I would recommend is Warriors of Waters Deep. So as you may or may not know, I am a large, I'm a big Dungeons and Dragons fan. Okay. Yeah. So uh, did you, did you know that? No, I okay, didn't. Yeah, I didn't think so. Yeah, so Warriors of Waters Deep is a Dungeons and Dragons based game. You get to build a party of adventurers and explore through dungeons. And there's a little bit of a plot driving you forward. It's a, it's a pretty thin plot, but um, yeah, driving you forward, you, you can level up your adventurers. You get gear for them um, that you can then like upgrade and do to optimize their move sets and then you can like you eventually get more more heroes into your party so you can choose the optimal build and then there's some a, a tactical grid combat that you go through overall it's pretty enjoyable and there's definitely like th- places to spend money in there if you want it has lots of in-game purchases but but so far in my playtime i haven't felt i haven't felt like i've hit a wall where in order to like keep playing the game i have to give it money which is good um, and then the other one I'm going, I, I would recommend is Elder Scrolls Blades. Cool. Yeah. Um, and this is also just for anyone that's ever played any Elder Scrolls game, whether like Oblivion or Skyrim, Morrowind before that. It feels pretty true to a lot of those things. You just kind of go through dungeons, beat up and fight monsters, collect gear. There's a town building element and um, it has a has a pretty enjoyable overarching story of investigating what happened to the town that you're helping to rebuild. So yeah, I've, I've probably put it maybe about like eight hours or so into that one so far and been quite enjoyable. But so those are, those are kind of just little extra things I've been been kind of keeping me going and entertained throughout the week. But uh, how about you? I, I've been working a lot, so that's been kind of stressful. But in the evenings, I've been enjoying getting creative with, you know, how to have fun with our tents and our forts. And so I, I really recommend <laughs> uh-huh. like, I don't know, mixing it up with that. I've been enjoying our, all the movies we've been watching. We also started watching The Walking Dead again, which has been fun, too. We are on season six. Yes. I, I, I cannot believe. So if you don't know this, last year I binged seasons one through five in like a month and a half. And I don't know how I did that because that show is so Yeah, intense. and you watched a lot of that without me. I know. I know. It's something just changed, just turned on in me where I just... I just I could handle it. I don't know. But now we watch we watch like one episode a day and I can't handle any more than that. It's just it, uh, but to be fair, I think it gets more intense. It keeps going. But and I feel like every episode is like, how could this get any worse? This is awful. And the next every single time the next episode, they find a way to make it worse. Just like our life right now. Yeah. And then also I've been enjoying some of my passion projects, such as like I've talked about before, editing our my family home movies that I'm working on, hopefully. Yeah, and you've been working on some animations for that. You're doing yeah. um, some really, really cool animations for the intro. And so you've been using it as a chance to learn, to teach yourself how to do animation using After Effects. Yeah. So Earlier been... in the project, you've been teaching yourself Premiere um, a little. And so. <laughs> yeah, so it's been really fun being able to learn and gain those skills. Hopefully those will be up on YouTube soon. Not sure if they'll be public just because I don't know if my whole family wants them to be public, but they'll at least be on a private channel. So then 
So my then family can those that you share the link with can enjoy. Yeah, yeah, I can go look at it. Um, and then I'm hoping once that my family kind of sees them and like likes them, that maybe they'll let me like make them um, accessible to the public. So, but I think it would be fun because then multiple people can watch them, feel the nostalgia because I think nostalgia right now is what's feeding the universe, which is so interesting to me. And I think that's what these are: is it's my life, literally, our my whole family's life every month of my whole entire childhood growing up. And so some of the videos are kind of boring, but I think people would watch them just to be, just to like, just for the nostalgia mm-hmm. factor. Mm-hmm. I don't know. People watch trains driving places. Yeah, I know. So I don't know. Um, I think they're fun and fun editing them, but I think this is just a really good time to uh, pick up some passion projects and teach yourself some new skills. And because honestly, we have more time now in some ways than we ever have before whether to spend with our family or to just learn a new skill or to read a book or yeah. whatever. And might be a good time uh, for me to, I, I enjoy doing a little bit of fantasy cartography just to add to my nerd cred. <laughs> so that's a very nerdy statement. It, fantasy cartographer. Yeah. But, I, but I do enjoy doing that a little bit. So, you know, maybe <laughs> you're like, you're like, Oh, I can't believe yeah. you said that. But, uh, uh, but yeah, so yeah, I, I don't know. So you saying, I was like, hmm, yeah, maybe it'd be a good time for me to pick that up, pick that back up again and kind of put some time into that. Yeah, so let's uh, let's let's jump into the trivia and then we'll uh, wrap it up there. Okay, so for the trivia this week, I I felt like I kept it kind of easy, and you probably know the answer to these, but I felt like it would be interesting for the audience to really learn about. To bulk out the fact that I don't know these. No, you probably do. Okay. Okay, can you explain to our viewers, viewers, can you explain to our listeners the difference between an outbreak? An epidemic, a pandemic, and an endemic. Outbreak would be a disease happened. And it's infected people. <laughs> Wait, am I telling you the answers each, to each one? Sure. Or do you want to try yeah, to go yeah. for all of them? Well, I think I know the others, but... Okay. Say it again. What, what's your answer? A disease that's happened to people. So... A <laughs> <laughs> disease. Um... A that, smaller group, maybe under so 100. The definition of an outbreak is just, it refers to the number of cases of a disease that exceeds the number of what would be expected. Okay. So very, okay. Yeah. Depends on the. Okay. So then an epidemic would be like a regional, a, a regional outbreak of a disease. Regional, whether that is like, couple countries or stuff or a couple states or various things but a pandemic would be the entire world and then what was the last one called an endemic endemic yeah and then endemic is this is just part of life now and it's just part of the it's just part of the of human fabric and it's never leaving yep so a pandemic refers to a global epidemic so an epidemic starts in one like you said one country right yeah and then a pandemic is made up of a global epidemic. So essentially, it's just the the pandemic is all of the countries. So that's what that means. And then an endemic, just a good example of that is like HIV or AIDS, mm-hmm. where that was like a huge outbreak. There was never, which was a, is a virus or was a virus. There was never a way to cure it. There was eventually treatment and and obviously like a, we found out what caused it as well. But it's but too it, late. But it's too late and it's, just... a, and it's just a part of life. And millions of people have HIV nowadays and it's and it's 
it's just something that you can get. That was a trivia. I just felt like with all the talk, you know, these days, sorry, it's not pop culture, but I feel like it was good trivia. And I feel like maybe we should know the difference between all of those. So yep. that was my trivia. Nice. 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 Thank so, that, you. so that brings us to the end of the show. Recognize it went a little long, but, you know, figured maybe all of you guys could just enjoy. You've got some extra time on your hands. And so enjoy a little bit extra listening. Yep. But uh, but yeah, if you like this and you would like to to hear more of it, make sure to like and subscribe us. Yep. Just so you know, um, we are still trying to get this on Apple iTunes or Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Google Play, Stitcher. We're still working on it. So just listen to it on Pop Culture Catch Up for now. Hopefully we'll get that figured out soon. So sorry about that. But but we really hope you guys have a good week. Stay safe. Yep. Take care. Bye.